Hello, hello, hello. The bell has rung, and welcome once again to the Dr. Digital Podcast. Another great episode coming your way. Thanks for listening in. Let's get started. Chapter 13, Banking Blues. Fax that to me, Deborah said. I won't be able to get Katrin out of public school this week, but as long as you allow Anne to renege on her promise to pay for Katrin's education, you can send Katrin to Holy Spirit next week. Usually a master will not allow one parent with only co-legal custody to determine where a child will go to school. I replied, Katrin does not like Selena's kids' school. Anne wants a fresh financial start. She wants to walk away from the debt to your parents and blame you for running up the credit cards, Deborah stated. The plastic is all her, though. I sign for nothing, I responded. Maybe Anne is thinking of remarrying, Deborah quipped. My parents are conferring with their attorney, but my mom had two points. She pointed out that the settlement needs to say that Anne also relinquishes all claim to my retirement monies, I said. And the other? Deborah asked. My parents question why the credit card settlement is so open-ended. Why haven't you also negotiated with them already so you would know a figure, I added. Yes, get a straight answer from Bill and Anne, if only that were easily done, Deborah explained. But thank your mother for her concerns and suggestions. Her language would, of course, be in the settlement. Unfortunately, Bill is not a reasonable person to negotiate with, Deborah said. My mom does make sense. In October of 1998, when she spoke with Anne about the credit card debt, it was supposedly $25,000. Anne separated herself from the house with a separate room by Christmas 1998, I added. Deborah stated, Legally, you would not be responsible for anything charged past October 1998. I read your mom's statement. Anne told her that she would work an extra shift and pay the cards all off. Anne said she was sorry. I still don't think Anne wants to go bankrupt, but she may. That is the chance I and my parents are willing to take. I won't be blackmailed by Anne, I said. Your parents retained one of the colleagues at my firm, Don Spirit. I arranged a phone conference and a call with the federal judge, Don, and Anne's federal attorney, Tony D'Angelo. The federal case is suspended for 90 days. The judge feels that both sides are using bankruptcy to their advantage. <laughs> no kidding, duh. I paid the home equity alone for months before Anne split. The family court judges don't notice that the kids are used to blackmail. Anyway, the judge told D'Angelo and me that property and settlement has to proceed and make progress in 90 days. He doesn't want anyone using him or the federal court system. And what happened with D'Angelo? He was very quiet through the whole conference call because he thought the judge was going to let him off it. Do you mean because of the previous week's appearance? Yes, I guess Anne and D'Angelo appeared before the judge last week, and Tony pled getting out of the case because Anne is refusing to pay him. So D'Angelo was real quiet, thinking that was going to happen? Ha! The judge said just because Anne won't pay him doesn't excuse him. The judge is not concerned whether or not D'Angelo gets paid, so he has to proceed. He told D'Angelo, you thought it was good enough to take the case, so now you are stuck with it whether or not you get paid. And Don feels D'Angelo will encourage Bill to make progress? Sure, because D'Angelo has to answer to this judge in 90 days, and he wants tangible results. Did the judge ask Don what it would take for us to drop the suit? The answer is when your parents are paid. The judge said then that the debt is erased. If Paul Theus agrees to pay his parents the whole debt, they would excuse it. 
I would, with the caveat of agreeing to pay, but I can't afford it with alimony, attorney's fees, and all my costs connected with Anne. So the only way I can afford to pay is if all those other issues are eliminated so I can afford to. You pay if a judge says you do. Whatever the courts say, right. You need to get the castle paperwork cleared up. I know. I'm off. I'm on it. After making an appointment at the bank, and so glad to have Catron even for a short time, I drove to Castle. I have a personal relationship with Catron through her babysitter, Gwen, at Castle said. Excuse me? I don't appreciate that you criticize our bank. I'm not. I just think your service is slow in this bank. I need my home equity record changed. How do you know Selena? I know her from the health club, but that's none of your business. Catron is my business. What kind of business are you running here? Banks are not supposed to be friends with customers' children. I've gotten to know Catron from Selena. I don't care how you know Catron. It is not appropriate to send gifts in the mail. I'll return your gift. Is your manager here? You're talking to her. The bank's policies are clear. Angel, move over there by the couches. Out of earshot, okay? Okay, Daddy. Once she moved away, I turned back to Gwen. Castle is named as a creditor in Anne's bankruptcy. You are not objecting. The judge usually grants these requests anyway. Selena called me. Anne's not paying. You were not getting anything from her. At least seven years after a bankruptcy, of course, this is standard. Then, update your outdated and inaccurate records. Anne's name is first on the loan. Look, what I want is simple. I've been paying, by myself, for nearly three years. I want a receipt in my name. Anne has not requested her name off. We need a title change ordered by a judge in the courts with an attorney. I'm a paying customer, and I'm paying a family court attorney for property issues. Now you tell me I need a bankruptcy attorney just to get a receipt in my name, and I have to pay more for a court order? No change. No way. No way to run a business. I'm out of here. I picked up Catron and left with a pamphlet from the NCUA, the National Credit Union Association. Are we losing my house? Not if I can help it, my star. The horn blared, Catron left, and then for two weeks, no Catron. In the meantime, I called for an appointment to retain another attorney, Cesar Lopez, a lawyer in Deborah's firm, to initiate a bankruptcy defense. Castle refused to send a letter asking the ex to update their outdated and inaccurate records. Once exhausting Castle's complaint procedure, I have one last resort. I asked the government's assistance to resolve this mortgage issue. I emailed my formal complaint to the National Credit Unionist Administration, NCUA. Without any possibility of ever getting any money from Anne, there should be no delay at this point. This is in reference to your recent email to the National Credit Union Administration, NCUA, requesting how your complaint resolves. NCUA is the regulatory agency for all federal credit unions. We also act in an advisory capacity for these credit unions. What the? This is a conflict of interest. As they request, you file a complaint against your federal credit union, but they also act in an advisory capacity? We read the detailed letter that you submitted outlining your complaint and copies of documentation that support your claim. Our advice is to hire an attorney and request a change officially from the courts in your area. Lorraine Picayune, Senior Insurance Technician, National Credit Union Administration, Region 6, 5771 Dutchess Street, 
Suite 6024, Alexandria, Virginia, 22314-3437. The exercise is a pointless waste of time since the government has no help. I have no receipt of payments for the house and no easy way to hang on to Catron's house for her. I passed this guy twice, never thinking it could be him, but then said, You are Caesar? These days I have difficulty eating, but the federal court appearance and the windy, gloomy clouds that surround the federal court in Philadelphia has me so irritated I just had to have a famed Philly pretzel to lighten my mood. I am indeed. It's my look. I try to get used to it. Cesar Hernandez responded while squirting ketchup on his double-egg breakfast roll. Cesar is a bankruptcy attorney from Deborah's firm that I retained. Cesar is such a straight arrow, so conservatively dressed, and, well, so Caucasian-looking, I asked people around him, but not him, if they were Hernandez. No hard feelings, but, you know, some might think you insensitive. Cesar rolled his eyebrows up at me in feigned disgust. He changed the subject. I see you like Philly health foods, too. And we shook hands while on the way to our court appearance. Yes, I miss them when I work from southern Chesterfield County. Among the farm workers? That's it. I promised myself I'd pick them up whenever in town. And we walked in through the Corinthian columns of the federal, federal Philadelphia building. The court is a stone's throw from the Liberty Bell. You didn't happen to know Clarissa? Yes, of course. And we entered the elevator for the courtroom. Third floor. But how did you know we stick together? And Caesar paused teasingly to let his sarcasm drip off my conscience like a lead balloon. I'm an attorney, but that's not it, although I'm paid to know things. Actually, we founded the Hispanic Free Legal Clinic while we were schoolmates at Penn. Then we both worked in Chesterfield, fresh out of law school. Hispanic? Hispanic. You never heard of her mom? Alicia Barton de Tortino is one of the best-known Latino children writers there are. We exited the elevator, and Cesar looked for a trash can. I'm afraid not. I guess a double lag on my face. I noted as Cesar, done with his breakfast, threw it in the trash. You know Clarissa pretty well, then. In fact, she and my wife are best friends, and I'm sure you noticed her. After exiting the elevator, Cesar scanned the court directory for our hearing. Oh, yeah, she is easy on the eyes, as they say. She's very dedicated. Here we are, and Cesar motioned for me to sit in the back row of the courtroom. The attorneys bivouacked up front, a process that takes two hours, so much for my lunch break, and this is time off work, no pay. I keep working. I am mobile with a handheld personal computer, a cell phone, and whatever else I need, but obviously these are not ideal working conditions. All right, this is how it comes down. Caesar pulled me aside into a corner of the courtroom so as not to be overheard. Your parents are suing you to get their money from the house. This is, of course, smoke and mirrors as a ploy to pressure Anne. Then maybe with a lien, they could turn the house back over to you. However, any judge may well grant Anne bankruptcy status, and we know she will not return a dime. Exactly. But I need to keep bankruptcy and custody property separate? Right. The federal courts downtown have jurisdiction, something they will guard jealously, but custody property is under county domain. So the way this bankruptcy business goes down is that my own flesh and blood sue me? This is Mick, the Doctor of Digital, signing off. Mick, as in Jagger, except he's got more money. Mick, the Doctor of Digital, signing off. The Doctor of Digital, like cotton candy for your ears, Deus Volt.